All right, guys, welcome back. We are on episodes 80-something, I think. 875. Something like are that. Are you guys impressed? <laughs> no. Yes. no. Yeah, that's not yeah, actually that's true. Not true. We're still under 100. But, it, yeah. but it's it's great. We've been consistent. This is the most consistent we've ever been for, for the uh, podcast. Consistency is important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a weekly deal. podcast. Yeah. You got to give the people what they want. Weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So today we are here with Scratch Brewery, uh, Marka yeah. and Aaron. That's correct? right. Correct. Did That's I say right. it right? Yes. It. Okay, perfect. good. Yes. I was struggling with the name for whatever reason. I don't know why. Yes. I don't know perfect. why. So when did this all start? We opened March of 2013. Okay. And it was probably two years before that of just kind of figuring out what we were going to do, where we were going to do it. Getting our licensing took a very long time, especially back then. That was when there were only 2,000 breweries in the country. Now there's 10,000 breweries in the country. Wow. There's a lot more infrastructure now for getting breweries up and going. At that time, we waited nine months for our license to come through. Oh, my gosh. In the meantime, we had kind of settled on, we built on Aaron's family's land. Mm -hmm. um, And, yeah, it took about that long to build out. Yeah, there was lots of uh, rocks Stacking lots of rocks. Yes. And lots of rock yes. walls. Good thing you were familiar with the terrain. <laughs> yeah. It took a couple years uh, for my body to recover before we were able to open. I, uh, for some reason, I think you're very rough on your body, right? Even <laughs> he was he was on the spiel today. He's like, I'm going to attempt to crack these nuts that it took me days to pick up. And yeah. So, um, but I think that's what's so cool about your business, your concept, and it's it's very tied to nature. It's very tied to what's available on the land. And um, it's remarkable. I don't know if you two are surprised by it. I kind of am. Or perhaps you always knew, Aaron, as a young guy, you know, running around out there or whatever. You're like, I know what's out here. No, I'm uh, I'm really surprised at just the response we've got over the years. I didn't. Uh, I went to school for photography, so I thought I'd be well known for photography. But you do take nice pictures on the website. I, uh, so. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, but in beer, Mark and I are... Uh, um, we don't talk about it too much, but we're, we're fairly well respected in the, in the industry. And it, it's nice to have the who's who, uh, drive out or stop by Ava, Illinois to, uh, to let's talk about that. And that's been a huge part of your success and, and essentially maybe not worldwide, <clears throat> nationwide, maybe worldwide. I don't know. But people want to come and visit, and they want to see what you're doing. And who were those people who needed to sign off on you? Who Who's the governing body, if you will, um, where you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm glad they got to see us. I'm glad they got to experience what we have. Yeah, I mean, we uh, even just last week, uh, you know, we're 10 years in, and still, you know, it uh, doesn't cease to amaze sometimes uh, the people that come by who – feel very strongly about what we're doing and, and, um, you know, have given us their stamp of approval, I guess. Yeah. We had some folks come down from Chicago from a beer bar up there called the hop leaf. That was an inspirational bar to us before we got going. It's been around for 30 years, um, importing some of the best beer around the world and they keep a tap on, um, all the time for us. Pun intended or no. Okay. (laughs) That was very good. But, uh, yeah, he came down for the whole week. Um, the two of them who own the bar and, um, you know, want to feature us and some stuff that they've got going on. So yeah, it's, I mean, every day, you know, so amazing. cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. And for the authors of, I, I love this. So it's an almanac mm-hmm. for not farmers, but just beer makers or right. what's the almanac? 
That's right. So it's set up kind of like an almanac where it's, uh, you know, over the course of a year, the plants that you could harvest mm-hmm. to put into beer. Mm-hmm. So kind of utilizing our technique throughout the year with different plants for, for brewers. Yeah. Look at you wow. educating the folks out there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what this podcast is about is Absolutely. sort of yeah. teaching people, you know, not to be afraid to take some of those chances. And and when they say Ava, Illinois, you have to know Ava. And when I think of Ava, there were the, um, I don't know, Mennonites or Amish community. There was a, a fabulous fish house at one time, and then you got scratch, right? And that was mm-hmm. it, it was pretty much it, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so you're taking a gamble when you put a business smack dab in the middle of a place that you really need a special kind of map to get to. Right. I think that's that's a good point as far as, you know, our, our startup goes and, you know, how did we come up with this idea and doing it where we did? Um you know, we, we looked around at some other places that would have been a little bit, made a little more sense. Right. The middle of town somewhere. Sure, sure. You um, get the drive-by traffic, but that's right. not what you wanted, maybe. Yeah, we, a couple places we liked and they fell through for one reason or another. And in the meantime, we were brewing on that land. There was nothing there. But Aaron and I and our, our third partner, Ryan, we were we were out there making beers with the ingredients on that land and it just started to make sense. Yeah. I think one thing, Aaron and I are both pretty creative people and, and you know, have an artistic bent. And, you know, we, we also are harsh critique uh, critics oh, yeah. and critique each other pretty harshly. Um, and so, you know, if something doesn't taste right, you know, one of us will say, this isn't good. Let's dump it. Let's get rid of it. Mm. Um, by the same token, if something's good, I think we both have the confidence to know, you know what, this, this is good. This is this is worthwhile. This is worthy of somebody else drinking and tasting it. Um, so, you know, for two people who basically came to beer from very different backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think I think we did kind of trust our gut on it and then just leapt into it and saw what happened. Wow. Do you concur? I do. I do concur. Um, <clears throat> the, where the brewery is, it's not, a, it wasn't our, maybe our first choice initially. Mm-hmm. Um but, but we knew we knew we were going to be waiting a long time for our licensing. So while we waited for the license, it made it really kind of cost prohibitive to be in a location where we would have to pay rent for two years before we could even sell sure. a product we made. Sure. Wow. So in that <clears throat> in that time, we uh, were able to uh, build a building, um, not a glamorous building, but one that we owned. It's pretty cool. And. Um, let me guess. You guys built it like your your own hands. We did from uh, scratch. I, I, yep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So we built it. Wow. And that's been that's been really, I think, key to a lot of our success is we have been able to do a whole lot of stuff where we're located, and we've been able to stretch uh, our resources further. And, yeah. Um, that's sense. helped out a lot. Yeah, no doubt. So I was poking fun or whatever. Like many times, businesses feel like okay. For validation, I've got to be on a list. I've got to be featured in a magazine. You know, people have to say the best of the best. I, I don't want to mention one over another, but you are on a lot of lists and lists of really good breweries and people who are making beer. What are some of those that you're mentioned in and, and what are some of those that are, are truly a feather in your cap that you're like, okay, I, I know we're doing well. Obviously, we just want to get better every single day, but we're doing well. Mm-hmm. What was that for you? I think for me, um, the couple of James Beard Award nominations were really meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think, you know, we, unfortunately the James Beard Awards, they don't do a very good job of, of doing the beverage side of things. They're really like a more, more of a chef competition. Right. Right. Um, and we've kind of snuck in, you know, last, this last year was for, for bars and we're, you know, there were a lot of great bars on the list, you know, mm-hmm. people that don't make beer, but you know, sell beer, make right. cocktails or wine or whatever. Right. But, you know, still being recognized among the greatest chefs in the country is pretty spectacular. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. yeah. What about for you, Aaron? Um, a few years ago, we, uh, Marika spoke at the uh, Smithsonian Institute. So we were invited out there and um, uh, she got to speak about our beer and our process out there, which was uh, pretty neat because cool. that kind of will around a lot longer than we are oh yeah mm-hmm. which is uh yeah pretty incredible yeah it's kind of like le- leaving a legacy <coughs> in a in a sense of you know in the the community of beer right totally right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah totally. we were lucky too early on there was a, a very famous beer writer who lived in st louis um right when we opened mm-hmm. and he became aware of what we were doing and made a point of coming out and would come out every few months to visit and within the first maybe six months that we were open uh, he wrote a big feature in a beer magazine uh, featuring nice. Aaron's photographs, actually. And that had a huge impact on traffic to the brewery um, mm-hmm. and just people's interest in general. And he kept up that relationship with us even after he left. And he wrote a book called Brewing Local and features featured us heavily in one chapter. Nice. Um, so, yeah, stuff like that where we just, you know, we kind of got lucky that we were in the right place at the right time, but then people also understood the quality and the concept. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, um, <clears throat> another thing which I thought was really cool is we got invited to, uh, the worldwide slow food event, which is in turn Italy. Wow. And, um, we spoke, cool. uh, uh, we spoke about our beer and our process, uh, nice. in like a, uh, like a tasting class. So, so um, cool. You're now the experts. I don't huh? know about that, but uh, for yeah, using using plants that grow in Southern Illinois, perhaps yeah. in, beer, in beer, I would say we are. But uh, I love that. Um, but as Marcus said earlier, just keeping the product mm-hmm. as good as we possibly can—that's sure. our goal. And yeah. if anything isn't quite up to uh, up to our standards, it's very important. For a small brewery or a small business in general, um, bad word of mouth is the worst thing. Oh, correct. Yeah, no doubt. So a lot of these businesses or just over the 10 years, um, word of mouth has been pretty incredible. I mean, that's what's driven all the traffic at the brewery, whether Mm. it be like a written word in somebody's book or just somebody's experience. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of been a wave um, over the country, the world, wherever. Um, in Southern Illinois, we've, we've had the wine trail, and we've been known for the wine trail. And I remember, I don't, I don't know what year it was, but the brewery's popping up. And like you said, you guys were, you know, you were one of the, the first. But it, it so quickly became an experience, like just like with wine tasting. It was, you know, it was not a bar experience. It was truly going in, learning about what you're doing there, fascinated by the process, wanting to try it, pairing it with food, liking it. Now, all of a sudden, you have a new place that you like to go or take your honey, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of what we've seen happen. Um, More and more people are trying it. Some people will fail, in particular, those people who don't know how to take the criticism. 
Um, but it, it is important, I think, as a business owner, and, and maybe you guys can shed some light on this, it's a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how those types of businesses, any type of business, if you don't pour your heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears into it, probably going to fail, you know. Um, and, and I think people need to realize that. It's not as glamorous as opening it up. The bar's open. You know, we've made some fabulous beer going out. There's so much more that people need to realize. There's a a joke among brewers that 90% of the work of being a brewer is being a janitor Uh, because you're just clean. You clean and everything has to be clean. Otherwise, you won't end up with a good product at the end of the day. That's right. I think for us, too, um, quality has always been the number one thing and sticking to our... um, kind of just our mission and our, our goals with the brewery. Mm-hmm. We never felt opening up like we had to dumb down our product or make something that we thought people were going to drink, uh, just made, made that up out of our heads. We just made what we wanted, mm-hmm. made it the best it could be, and people found it. People walk in and they don't think they're going to like anything on the menu, but mm-hmm. we find something that they're going that they end up liking. That's special. Yeah, yeah that's cool. And it, so we've never felt like we've had to change anything about our business to suit anybody. People come in and they find something because they understand mm-hmm. something essential about the the beer. You know, even if they couldn't articulate it, they're just they connect with something. They appreciate being there. They understand the quality. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's I think it's your guys's attention to quality on in the unseen. Yeah, is is what people actually like feel when they walk in and mm-hmm. actually taste your beer. It's not like it's right. a factory beer. You know what I mean? And people know that as soon as they walk in. And you see, for me, it was as soon as I tasted it, I was like, oh gosh, yeah, like because I'm not the biggest beer fan, but that yeah. I could drink. And every, a lot of every people, day, no yeah. problem. A lot of yeah. people have come in, you say that, oh, I don't like beer. Okay, well, what do you like? And yeah. what's great is you guys don't take offense that someone says, I don't like beer. Well, okay, what do you like? And let me give you this that might be comparable. And you're not insulted. You're, let's sample. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. see, you yeah. know. Um, right. Yeah, let's find cool. what you do like. Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's different, so. Yeah. Um, well, and I think a lot of people come in and they've only had like, you know, beer the off shelf. the shelf yeah. that, you know, that their dad drank for 20 years. <laughs> they haven't had something like you guys are creating. Right. And I think a, a big deal of what you guys do is inform. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like people don't even understand what all goes into the whole process and, and how you can make it so different and so much better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you just, you drink what you like and, you know, um, then there's, there's other things to drink too. And so, yeah, it's, it's, we never ever look down our nose at anybody who walks in the door because there's, there's always something we can find. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how you've met a need. Um, You know, you, you have to keep them coming back and wanting more. And if they leave, you want them to take something with them. Um, we talked about the bottling process and you shared that you have these, you know, certain bottles and you're like, well, that's a shelf life of talk about that and, and how you guys have met that need. Um, <clears throat> so in beer, in order to like make it last a long time, you, you, in the process, you do have to add hops to some of the, some of the beers and, um, but you just need enough to prevent the beer from souring of certain kinds of beers. And basically, <clears throat> if you add too many hops, there's going to be some really delicate flavors that are going to disappear mm. 
over time. But our beers, uh, we condition them naturally, so we prime each one in the bottle. It generates its own CO2, um, and we're showcasing whatever ingredient is in there. But it, um, by doing it that way, the yeast consumes the extra oxygen in the bottle, so there's very little oxygen in the beer, and it'll last for, for a really long time. And the sour oh. beers will last for a long time based on uh, their acidity level, mm-hmm. and they're essentially like a preserved product in the, in the bottle. Wow. wow. Yeah, so we end up <coughs> bottling things that we think will last a little bit longer, that we want people to be able to take home and, and mm-hmm. savor over time. Um, we also have stuff like that that's on draft, but but the draft beers are something that you can consume a little more quickly. We can fill growlers from the taps at the brewery. We could take it home and drink it in the next week or so and then leave with a bottle too if you want to save it for a special occasion, which is kind of how we feel about our beer. You know, it's yeah. we package it in the larger format bottles. It's something to share, you know, at a, um, a sure. birthday party or, yeah. you dinner. know, family celebration yeah. at a dinner or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, what's next? What's on tap next for you guys? What do you did you find something that you're that you're wanting to try now? Or let's see, we brewed a lot of saison uh, beers this summer. So saison is a Belgian style farmhouse beer. It's pretty light. It's a little bit like the the sassafras beer that we sampled earlier. Okay. Um, less less tart than that, but just a really easy drinking beer that was actually made for for the farmers once upon a time in Belgium. Um, that's a style that's always been inspiring to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like the flavor profile and our yeast does really well. We didn't mention this, um, when we were doing the show, but we actually ferment a lot of our beer with the sourdough bread culture. Oh, it's wow. the same culture that we put into our bread and our pizza. Nice. It, we use it to ferment the beer too. And we've used, it's as much a part of our brewery as any of us that works there. It's 10 years old. Um, it's as old as the brewery and it, we've learned how to use it over the years and the flavors that it makes. And, um, it, it makes especially good Saison style beers. So we tried probably four or five new Saisons that we'd never brewed before this year. Um, and we're really happy with those. So those are coming out pretty soon. Yeah. Lots of stuff with, uh, grapevines mm. so, okay. <clears throat> cool. yeah like trimmings of grapevines all the leaves and then nice roasting the the actual vine itself look um, at that those beers are really nice yeah mm. cool do you let people watch the process or does that get too messy you're like no turn away look away <laughs> i think uh i'd say about 90 percent of the time it's like watching paint dry <laughs> <laughs> okay it's not the most uh okay. it's not the most stimulating uh okay. thing you could watch right um, there's a lot of starting and stopping and sure. s- sitting around waiting, um, <laughs> waiting yeah. and cleaning, you know, watching, watching people clean with yeah. 90%. So I, you know, thank you for coming on and, and talking about your business, the scratch brewing company. It's, it's been around for a while and I'm sure there have been, you know, like every other small business, there have been nights that you're sitting there like, Oh gosh, what do we do? What do we do? But you know, if you, if you stick to it and you believe in what you're doing and, and you know that you've got a, the right recipe, if you will, I mean, success can be had, you know, sure. yeah. what, what would you say to somebody out there who's thinking about it, whether it's beer or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think the most important thing is to just stick with your passion. What, mm-hmm. what makes you passionate about what you want to do right. and stick with that? Because if you do that, then you know, the quality will always follow because you care about it. Mm-hmm. Once you start doing something you don't care about, then the other stuff falls off because why bother? I mean, 
you know, you don't want to do it. It's so true. Oh, yeah. so true with That's so many on. things. Yeah. yeah. So I good. would say, yeah, make as good of a product as you can because our region isn't that populated. You want your product to be able to live in any place. Mm-hmm. So you want it to be in any city at the fanciest place or also in the middle of nowhere in the country. Uh, or the Smithsonian or where? So it's, else it's uh, no, that's, that's huge to be cool. able to have it anywhere. It's very um, cool. Yep. So, yeah, I yeah, love that. Yeah. I, I think, I think that's like the whole key to uh, uh, your business, but uh, I mean, to a lot of business just mm-hmm. in general is, is if your quality is so good, like people will come to you. You're appreciated at any level. Yeah. Cause people, like you said, the word of mouth is, is key. Um, because it's like people are giving their testimony to their friend of, Hey, this place was awesome. Mm. We should go together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. There's yeah. one other funny thing that happens at the brewery. We have, uh, according to a lot of people, we have a lack of signage on the way out there. Oh. So <laughs> if we did add a few more signs, then it would feel like the place was very easy to get to. <laughs> but as a result, as a result, people leave and they tell their friends, you won't believe what I found. Exactly. I said that. Yeah. And then I, everybody, first time I found it, I said that. Everybody does the, <laughs> does the talking as a result of that, whereas if you had another sign or two, it wouldn't feel like they've discovered this place. That's right. So it's oh uh, my gosh, I feel like that's so such good. a valuable business really, lesson. It's Don't really make a, it too easy for your customers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've done a lot of things over the years that probably don't really make sense, <laughs> <laughs> but it worked for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations and thanks again for your time. We appreciate you. Yeah, Scratch thank you so much. Brewing Company, and uh, we did. We featured them on the show today. The Spiel, yeah. produced by Growing Media, that's on Fox and DBTV. So make sure you Google and find that and watch because they had all their cool ingredients or some of them yeah. in studios. And you, you get to watch Angie try beer. It was so good. <laughs> I definitely have a favorite though. Which one? I, I like because yeah, I'm more walnut. of a, oh, the yeah. black walnut. walnut yeah. <laughs> Drop the mic. It's so good. <laughs> all right. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you a lot. Bye-bye. Appreciate it.